Welcome to the Seattle Public Library's Podcasts for Teens. These teen podcasts are by teens and for teens. They run the gamut from author readings and music performances to discussions and book reviews by the Teen Center Advisors. These podcasts are brought to you by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation with the help of the library's teen advisors. To learn more about our teen programs, including how to become a Teen Center Advisor, visit our website at www.spl.org. To learn how you can help the library by volunteering or supporting its foundation, go to www.foundation.spl.org. The podcast you're about to hear was recorded in 2010. Hi, this is Rhiannon, and today we're talking about what we look for in our ideal uh, teen library space. Okay, that was awesome. Who is ready to tell us what they would hope to find when they walk in? When you walk into the library and you go to the teen center, what do you hope is there? Starbucks. Starbucks? <laughs> I think they should divide it, not like into like a teen section, but inside the teen section. There should be sci-fi and fantasy, because often it's just done by last name. Yeah, that'd be really useful. Yeah, I actually... Also notice just wandering. Oh, I made I <laughs> holding up that sign. <laughs> uh, I I noticed walking through the teen section this afternoon that it's actually it's technically organized by last name, but kind of badly. Like it's organized by last name and nothing else. So there's five series interspersed with each other. So you're saying that our shelving could use some work. Yeah, gotcha. that's, that's okay. kind of what I'm okay. saying. So, great. Your ideal team space would be very tidy. Good point, good point. Um, so you're saying that you'd like to have sci-fi and fantasy separated out. Um, by the way, I love that you guys went first for coffee, which is very important, but then you went straight to the books. That's awesome. Um, is there anything else that you think should be separated out? What well, should the sections be? Oh. I'm Maddie, and I think that every section, like sci-fi and fantasy are my two favorite genres, so of course they're the first that come to mind, but like every genre, like just if, if you walk into the like adult section, they'll have like, you know, kind of mystery separated out, like mm-hmm. historical fiction, and like everything's kind of like in different sections based on genre, and I think they should do that in the teen section too. Um, I'm Kanai, and I think that would probably also help get a lot of kids our age to read who don't read, because a lot of it's probably because people can't find the things they're looking for. So they're in the wrong category. What do you? What do the rest of you guys think about that? Is anybody? Would anybody be against separating out by genre? Yeah, I think that would be really hard because lots of books are in different genres, so it'd be really hard to separate them. All I made, and it's one way that you could get around that would be to put cards representing the book. So if the book could go could be considered sci-fi or fantasy, because there are books out there that do that, shelve it in one section and then put a placeholder in the other section that says book X is if we have a copy of this book, it's shelved in this section. Well, I mean I and um actually well usually sci-fi and fantasy are shelved together seems like yeah. just because they're so similar and they overlap a lot like maybe it's a futuristic fantasy which so I don't it's really hard to classify that as not sci-fi um, but just some of our like all the vampire romantic novels are not in with my science fiction novels which would be very <laughs> nice no, so no offense to fantasy and science fiction and then vampire would have well, its own section 
Well, no offense to the people out there who like Twilight, but personally, the vampire romance section is white and contains a black plastic bag. <laughs> it could, I'm Rhiannon, it could just go in romance. The other thing, um, the only uh, good thing, I guess, that I say about having the genres mixed together is that it means that you kind of expand what you're reading because you might be looking for one book and it's not there and you see something else that isn't what you'd normally read, but it turns out to be good anyways. All right, yeah, those are all good points. Um, does anybody else have anything they want to say about how the books are organized? What about um, breaking down, this is something that we've talked about um, in the past, which is breaking the books down um, between middle school appropriate and high school appropriate. What do you guys think about that? No. 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 Because when I was in, I'm Mac, and when I was in elementary school, they had color-coded all of the books, and so the red ones were for the middle school, and you couldn't go there. And it just made me feel left out. It made me feel little, which I was, but you so you know. were not allowed to read those. No, it's like Miss Barton wouldn't let you check those out. They were well, off limits. The library, um, actually, well, you know, you guys know that the library lets you check out anything, right? Like we leave it up to your parents to decide, you and with your parents, of course, to decide what you are ready to read or whatever. Um, so it wouldn't be that. It would just be like, you know, whatever. But so, so that's one no vote. Who else said no? I like reading. I mean, I think it's kind of no one really wants to go to the easier section if you did that. So it's kind of like neglected books. And sometimes it's good to read a book that's um, a little more advanced, too, because it kind of broadens your horizons. Or to read something that's more simple because it, you don't get a headache. <laughs> it's easy. I'm sorry. I'm Kanaya, and I think that no, we shouldn't do that because if you're if you're interested in the subject matter, it doesn't always matter what age level it's meant for. There are some really good books that are meant for fourth and fifth graders. They're still pretty good, and there are some really good books that are meant for adults that are still, like I said, really good. So there's really, as long as you have the ability to comprehend what you're reading, it is, should be up to you. There shouldn't be visions. Huh. One thing I've noticed is that there's a lot of the divisions between actually young adult and children's books are are very objective. Like there's one series that I really like, the Linus Quartet by Tamora Pierce, which is published with two different covers. And one of the covers is shelved in young adult, and the other one is shelved in children's. And so if you break stuff up by high school and middle school, that's just going to get even worse. Yeah, it's true. It is a librarian's nightmare. <laughs> anybody else? Who? Did anybody? I thought I could just want to saw some nods of people who thought that that actually would be helpful, though, to have it broken down between high school and middle school. No? OK, all right, great. We're, We've already got that all taken care of. Um, what about the rest of the space? Um, what about like furniture or fuzzy couches? Fuzzy couches. <laughs> yeah. Fish tanks. food. Fish tanks. Yes. Free food. Free food machine. would totally bring people in. Yeah. <laughs> Free food would bring people from far from far and wide. <laughs> I'd love to see more music. I mean, I know that there's yes. not. It's hard to divide like music and. For adults and teens, so don't just maybe bring more copies from the adult section. Um, be really nice for me. I think 
one thing that the space, I don't know if it would be possible at all, but if there was like music in the background, because I don't know, it always feels, it would be not distracting music, but it always feels a little awkward when it's just a table of four people who don't know each other, you know, just sitting there awkwardly doing your homework and, you know, there's nothing to distract you. I don't know. You can disagree, but. Yeah, I have to disagree with you on the music because my, at least my personal taste in music vary from the standard teenage repertoire and it's very, very irritating and distracting to me when I'm listening to music that I don't like and that music that I don't like constitutes music that a lot of other teens do like and what, well if I were choosing the music I would put on like exclusively classical which isn't mirrored very much in the teenage audience maybe Rhiannon and then can I well I was just gonna say there's a compromise you could do you know in the mall where you text um I don't know what you're texting, but they have these signs up saying, text here if you want to request a song. You can do that. And then, you know, really once cool. in a while, Aiden would get his classical music. I was thinking, I, I like the music at Starbucks, so if they play the kind of music they played at Starbucks, I don't think anybody really hates that music. You're a jazz fan too, aren't you, Aiden? Or did I just make that up? You just made I that made up. up. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> you may have been reinterpreting Irish Rebellion, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's right. not exactly jazz. But, well, I really like your idea, Rhiannon. I think that's great. That would be awesome. Um, what else? What else should we have in the perfect dream teen space? More books. Yeah. More books. <laughs> Enough books to take up an entire level of the spiral would be nice. I don't even know if there are that many teen books out there, but if there were. There are, do you guys know, um, you probably do know this already, but teen publishing is the only area of book publishing that's growing right now. And teen, people your age, teens and young adults, are reading more for pleasure than they ever have before. So what's actually happened already in the teen center, even though this building is still relatively new, is that we've kind of run out of shelf space for books. And so we are totally lobbying for more, more shelf space, more books, more books. Because we, we have to throw away books sometimes because we don't have room for them. Not brand new books. More couches. Yeah, yes. big, comfy couches. That's Not like the show, but you know. blocks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, the foam blocks fit with the style of the library, but they are not comfortable or pleasing to look at, especially <laughs> not when done down. in bright orange. Yeah. Um, okay, so so comfy, loungy furniture. It sounds like. What about um, what if you could have access to all different kinds of media in the library? Like, what if you could um, check out a digital camera from the library? Are there other things like that that you would, would, if A, would you use stuff like that, and B, if we did have stuff like that, what would you hope it would be? Well, I think that I would use stuff like that, but at the same time, I'm somewhat reluctant to suggest that the library actually go for it, because stuff like that is incredibly expensive, and I... Assuming an unlimited budget, yeah, it would be great, but especially trying to execute any plan to this effect would probably bankrupt the library within a few months. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right, you're right. I mean, and obviously with, with all the budget problems the library is having right now, 
Um, that doesn't sound like a good idea. If we, if and when we ever did anything big to the teen center, it would be because we got a grant. Mm -hmm. So those of you out here listening to this with a lot of money. Right, exactly. <laughs> My name is Hayden Bass. No, sorry. <laughs> well, I know it'd also be a risk of like you know people returning stuff, but you could have like I think it'd be really neat to have a recording room sort of with like lots of instruments and the equipment, and you could have something similar for um, for video recorders. That's not unheard of. There are teen spaces that exist that have stuff like that. I think there should also be like a screening room for movies or yeah. like a movie yeah. Friday. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Or just like a big, like, or a couple of rooms with some couches and a big screen TV that you, is that you can reserve the computers and so you could reserve the room and if you wanted to see a new movie with a really big TV, then you could reserve the room and watch your movie. It'd also be really awesome to have a stage so you could do readings and things like that. <laughs> yeah, those are all great ideas. What about, um, so let's say we did have like, I don't know, a bunch of digital cameras you could check out or um, laptops or whatever it was. Um, are there any kind of classes like media or art or anything like that that you would, like say we had, um, we could get visiting people to come in and teach stuff like that. Would, any, would anybody be interested in taking classes like that? Oh yeah, I, I definitely, definitely. Would, yeah. What kind of classes would you hope to find? The writing well, class might yes. be cool. Language classes. Yeah. Different language. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Sam, what would you want? And like media classes would be good too, uh, you know, uh, like, you know, audio and video stuff. Yeah. Photography, mm. songwriting. Oh, photography would be so cool. Yeah. What, what, oh, I got an idea. <laughs> Just now. Um, what we could do is we could have student artwork, or uh, student, young adult artwork that young adults have created on the walls maybe sort of an art show kind of thing. That's a great idea. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Oh, um, I mean, I would like if, like, people could create, like, like when you got a library card, you also got a computer account on the library. So, like, at schools, public schools, they have, like, you log in, right, and you have your account. You can save stuff to it. So you can do, like, you can save your work on the computers, and then you, like, you can keep it. So you can come back and work on it, and you can do, like, more things, probably. Useful. And building on Mac's art idea actually could be a way that the library could earn money if they were sort of like an art gallery. So teen <laughs> artists could don't donate their work to the library, and then the library could hang it in the teen space. And if someone wanted to buy it and take it home then the library could get money. That actually would be really cool. And maybe there may be some way that that could work as a fundraiser. The library has basically like the, the general rule is that everything at the library is free. But obviously, we have like the Friends of the Library mm -hmm. book sale. So you know, we, have, we do have fundraisers. So maybe there's some way that that could work. I like the way you think. Anybody else have a dream for the teen center that they haven't expressed yet? Yeah. Well, there should be a music room where you could play instruments. Like, I remember doing that at a different library, and they had like a study room, and then my ensemble decided to play in there. And we ended up having to play really, really quietly, and still people got mad at us, so there should be a music room. Well, 
Actually, upstairs in the spiral, there are practicing rooms. They have piano. They have like pianos and stuff. So yeah, and there should be more. One in the <laughs> <laughs> and one in the teen section. Yeah. Also, uh, I know they have like tutors and stuff who come in, um, but maybe someone kind of there all the time would be nice. Yeah. I know. One thing I like is like discussion and debate, and if there was. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah. Any, like, if there was, like, someone who just knew what they were talking about there, whose job, well, <laughs> no, <laughs> well, uh, someone who, someone who, basically their job description was to be sort of like a tutor, but also this, like, put forth random ideas for debate. Oh. Um, just. That's kind of fun. I mean, there. So um, there is, have you, I don't know if you guys have ever been to it, but um, the Chicago Public Library, their downtown library, has this really amazing team space. And one of the things that they have is that they have these people that they call mentors, and they come in, and one of them will be like an art mentor or photography mentor or whatever, and they sort of, um, they teach classes and just like, and but also just like hang out, and mm -hmm. there's really no reason why there couldn't be yeah. a debate. Well, like today in history class, we had a discussion about the whether the Dark Ages is a good term for the Dark Ages, and if there could just be stuff like that that happened at the public library on a more regular basis. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much, you guys. This was really great and helpful. We'll we'll do our best to make your dreams come true. <laughs> Even the unicorn. Even the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast was presented by the Seattle Public Library and Foundation and made possible by your generous contributions to the Seattle Public Library Foundation. Thanks for listening.